Welcome to Extra Points with your host, Cousin Sal, and his pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. All right, welcome to Extra Points, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. Happy day before Thanksgiving. If you are listening to us from an airport, turn around, go the hell home. What are you doing? What is everyone doing? <laughs> no, no, I know. I know people have to see others. Um, just be safe out there. And you're going to be safe with a lot of money, Dave, Charlotte. We have our extra points for extra pay parlay. Thanksgiving Day edition. What have we done? We've made the betters two and a half million dollars. And then we went cold, cold turkey, mm. Dave. What are mm-hmm. we going to do? Yeah, I think really, first of all, the the division in whether or not you should or shouldn't travel, is it essential? And do we really definitely need the Texans and Lions to play each other? I don't, <laughs> it's an essential me. game. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm still meditating on that. Uh, yes, in the meantime, I'm ready to win here. I really, I, I feel I can't speak for you. I can't speak for Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I, I do speak for all in saying happy Thanksgiving. But I feel very confident about my leg of uh, of our parlay. Okay. First of all, don't put words in our mouth, Dave. We're not I don't know happy. what is. We're That's not all said. wishing everybody a happy Thanksgiving. That's Touché. right. Touché. Charlotte hasn't said I'm anything. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, you are kidding. Happy Thanksgiving, Charlotte, everybody. Charlotte does wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Everybody. I feel. Re- I want to say that I personally, I feel personally responsible for screwing up our parlay. So I mean, like, I know it hasn't. Yes. Thank God it hasn't just <laughs> been me the majority of the time. But I am a weak link here, so. I feel like what I've chosen this week is as close to confident about any of these games as I was because they're all, as Sal said, in an email exchange, a total crapshoot. They really are. uh, You know what? Let's just get into it. Okay. I know we normally wait, make people wait 55 minutes, whatever it is, but I know you have things to do. So here it is. This is it. Our extra points for extra pay. Thanksgiving Day parlay edition. Here we go. I'm starting us off. I'm taking the Detroit Lions. They were plus two and a half. Now they're plus three and a half over the Texans. Now, they've been absolute garbage, the Lions. I get it. Last week, they lost. They got shut out by the Panthers, who couldn't stop the Bucs the week before for anything. Stafford was lousy. I get it. Without Galladay and without Swift, they're a different team. Galladay may come back, but Stafford's been decent on Thanksgiving, and they're playing the Texans. And you said, like you said, Charlotte, these games are a crapshoot. It's on three days rest. It's Thanksgiving. These guys are missing their family. Why not take the points here? That's what I'm doing. Plus three and a half. And by the way, after a team has been shut out the last 18 games, 12-5-1 and one against the spread. Doesn't seem to make sense, but that's the case. After a shutout, 12-5-1 and one against the spread. Matthew Stafford, a long Prater field goal to seal it. And the Lions beat the Texans. Charlotte Wilder. I know you're keen on that game as well. Yes, I'm keen on this game because I'm taking the over at 55 and a half because I've been having bad luck choosing either who wins or who barely loses. So I'm going for the points. And if you look at the yes, the Texans haven't been great. But if you look at their last few games, they've scored a lot of points. They've got in uh, against the Jags. They scored 30 against the Titans. They scored 36. Um, against my Pats, they even scored 27. And with uh, with 51 and a half, I feel like both of these teams are kind of bad enough in their own way that they won't play great defense against each other so that there's a higher 
likelihood of at least more points. I don't care who wins and I have no idea who's going to do it. I'm going to trust you, Sal. But that's my that's my logic behind this choice. We're shaking it up a little. We're going total yeah. rather than side. Good. There's going to be enough sides on Thanksgiving. We'll get into that later, Dave. But uh. pick, pick the game that I don't even want to watch. Go ahead. Do it. I do. I, by the way, I really do like the uh, the over in this one. Um, Thank I you, think Dave. that's I think that's a good pick there. Um, the uh, the one thing we can depend on, Sal says, who knows? Crapshoot. The one thing we do know is that these two teams aren't playing defense. All right. To the matter at hand in Big D, the team I told you a fortnight ago was going to claim the NFC East, disgraceful though it may be. It is the former America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> now down to minus just two and a half. Leon, let's not walking through that door. Don't worry about it, Cowboys fans. You got this. You have Alex Smith, a great feel-good story, but it's not going to feel good with Tank Lawrence and the rest of the fellas bearing down on him as that defense tunes it up ever so slightly. The Dallas Cowboys get it done by a field goal at least. And then you put your feet up. That will be the punctuation of a successful day of gambling for you thanks to uh, your pals here at Extra Points. Then you put your feet up, and then you watch the world's team, Pittsburgh's team, whatever you want to call it, perhaps end the season for the mm. Baltimore Ravens. Well, we'll discuss that in a minute. And I agree. I will be putting my feet up. I just hope one of them isn't through my uh, large screen TV because I've seen the Cowboys ruin many a Thanksgiving. And I hope you're right here, Dave. We're crossing over the fun number there, three. So if they win yeah. by three, if Greg the leg comes through at the end, no worries here, whether it's three, three and a half. All right, so there it is. Our extra points for extra pay parlay Thanksgiving Day edition. We have the Lions plus three and a half. We have the Lions-Texans game going over 51 and a half. And Dave has the Cowboys minus two and a half. FanDuel is boosting that from plus 511 to a nice even round six to one odds on that three-team parlay. Go get it. FanDuel.com slash extra points. Oh, my God. I'm I've never sick. thought of Cowboys that. have been really mean to you, Sal. Because, I know. Like, yeah. it sucks. I'm, so I was I out of it. I was so out of it. I, I, I know. I, I could, uh, it, was, it was so much fun. I was, I was going to be able to walk by the TV and just shake my head every uh, 40 minutes and then just uh, keep eating pecan pie or whatever. But no, now I got to watch. Got to watch the Personally, whole Personally, I'm rooting, and you guys know this, for as much NFC East chaos as possible sure. because I think it's one of the funnier things I've seen in a while in sports. But it actually, now that I think of it, it's really, really mean to fans because if at, at least if your team is bad, like my team's bad, the Pats are bad this year, and I can kind of be like, well, that's it. They're bad this year. You know, mm -hmm. not going to get my hopes up. But you guys have this, like, it's almost like you're a really short kid playing on who oh. like accidentally makes varsity. Yeah. Like it, where you know <laughs> that you're going to get like, it's not going to end well, but right. like you're kind of still in it. it. It's this sort of cruel, like there's really no upside, even if you, even if the good thing happens. <laughs> well, you're right. And I know you say you don't like to be mean to fans, but anyone who follows Charlotte on Twitter knows that's exactly her MO. Mean to fans. <laughs> Doesn't matter mm -hmm. what city they're from, what division. She can make it like it's about the NFC East, but I was very snarky. Mean to friends. Uh, first of all, yeah, I I it's I don't know how this never has occurred to me. So for you, and even more so for Detroit Lions fans, the arrival of this holiday brings mixed emotions at best, right? Like you're like, oh, 
What an, another national embarrassment to have to sit through for three hours. Yeah. Now, yeah. Our, our shame was, uh, was regional, but now you're putting it on the big stage and, um, and, and Joe Buck and, and Troy Eggman are going to talk about it for the whole world to see. It's embarrassing. Yeah. yeah I, this is not the Patriots from 2000 to 2020. Yeah. They get the nice, uh, primetime slot and win 16 out of 20 or 17 and go 17 and three. Yeah, this is the Cowboys. I, I, I'm so messed up. I thought Colt McCoy beat us. That's how he actually came short. He had a good game, which is why I think like anything's on the table here um, with this Alex Smith and Charlotte. As far as the NFC East people, I think the Washington team is the least talked about team, right? So maybe yes. it is their chance to step up. And with what Dave says, the feel good Alex Smith story, wouldn't that suck? Uh, that could be what happens. But. It would suck, but I also do think that it's a real possibility. I think that Washington has kind of, because no one really had expectations for them, right. Like I think that the Eagles and the Cowboys, I don't know that people thought they were going to be this bad. Mm -hmm. And then the Giants, anything good that happens to them right now, especially after Saquon went out, they're like, okay, we'll take it. But right. Washington kind of has flown under the NFC East radar in terms of They've had some games where they haven't looked awful, which has been surprising. And I feel like they could be a team that comes back yeah. and starts winning. And you're like, what is going on? I don't understand this, but it's 2020. So we're used to that. Ron Rivera, you know, I mean, it's interesting yeah. that, but, but the tactical decision that he made weeks ago, I still scratch my head about Dwayne Haskins. Imagine if you had this big arm kid in there right now, instead of the feel good story, Alex Smith, I, I mean, I think they'd be even better. I think, I think they really there's would something have a we better don't know. Shot. There's got to be I something, did hear, something. I agree we don't with know. that. Something. I agree. Last that's year, true. I did hear yeah. that like he was, they were having trouble with with the plays with Haskins, mm. you know, remembering and knowing plays. Common and core I don't math. Know. It's killing everybody. Yeah, it's tough, <laughs> yeah. It's including tough. Tom Brady. I don't know what Tom Brady gets to play. Um, this week too, even though his head coach says that he's getting confused by coverages and everything. And he's 43 years of age. The kid, uh, the, Dwayne Haskins is half Tom Brady's age. So confused. I think he wait, deserves wait, wait, every wait, wait. What did Arian say? I missed this. That, it, just exactly what I said. He, he said, said he was getting confused by coverage. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Why does Arians keep flaming him publicly after the first game? He said that he was like, yeah, we don't like I've never seen mistakes like that in practice or something. Well, you can call the guy the goat all you want, but if he can't throw a pass over 15 yards successfully, <laughs> that's going to be limiting for your team's chances. Well, of what if he has success. two chances to throw? I mean, he threw a double pass and the referees allowed it. They, they he went in the stat book. He completed. Well, listen, he is really achieved this. Uh, the, he is the personification of a guy who has gotten to do whatever he wants for too long now. He he feels, oh. at least for himself, that he is above the law. No shaking hands. Imagine if Cam Newton did that. Like, nope, not going to shake hands. Imagine the 72 hours that would ensue if Ben Roethlisberger didn't shake somebody's hand after right. a game. But Tom Brady's allowed to do that. Tom Brady's allowed to say, Oh no, I knew I knew how many downs there were in a play and we're kind of like, all right, let 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 him have that. If anybody else did that, we would laugh and laugh and laugh. And he did that that one pass like, "Oh, what? I'm allowed to throw it a second time." <laughs> like and he really thought like you could tell he thought, "Well, that's okay. Let, just let it go. Let it, I did it quickly enough that it's not a big deal." It's right. a, it, it, I don't know. I really but legitimately I had higher hopes for the Bucks at this point in the season. And now here come the Chiefs, and this is—I feel like this is going to be a really telling game on uh, uh, in both ways because 
I think that teams like the Steelers, probably the Colts, maybe the, are you going to be able to some degree to shoot it out with the Chiefs? And the Raiders kind of indicated that that is a possibility. This idea of like ball control, time of possession, 35, 40 minutes, over 60 minutes is how you'll get it done against the Chiefs. I think the thing is fire with fire and just try to uh, and try to get into the mid 30s. I think it's both. I, think- I mean, I think they did ball control. They did all that and they got in the mid 30s and they had to do that. The Raiders played a perfect game against the Chiefs and an almost perfect game the second time. And you yeah. still have to get in the mid 30s. You're not going to beat them 21 16. It just doesn't matter. There's no there's no game plan for that to legit like legitimately happen with Patrick Mahomes getting so many plays if you if they get two possessions per half of course that's the case but that's not gonna happen either so I think it's somewhere in the middle they the Chiefs are a three and a half point favorite on the road in Tampa 55 and a half is the over under yeah we might as well go over that game now congratulations Charlotte Brady was bad he was really bad Monday night his his interceptions were like low punts basically return for the D-back like it was very uh very retail. He could have had three. And uh, but I, I will say this, and people are against the NFC. I think the Rams, one of the few teams playing defense, Dave. Rams and Steelers are playing defense. Saints are playing defense. You can crap on the NFC all you want. I think they have two of the three teams playing defense right now. But Charlotte, again, that must have been uh exciting. Yeah, well, I mean, I think first of all, Dave, you hit on something that is sort of explains why Brady has been grinding my gears a little bit these past few years, even when he was on the Pats, like the last year, maybe year and a half he played for New England, there was this sense of entitlement. And I get that he, to a certain extent, has earned that as much as anyone can earn that. But I still find that a really annoying quality in someone. And it kind of kind of laid the seeds of it with the flake gate, you know, like, sure, maybe they did do it. Maybe they didn't do it like they did it. I don't know. At this point, I, you know, I talked about that so much that it's sort of mush in my brain. But it's a sense of like, well, I can do what I have to do because I'm the best. And mm-hmm. if you look at his last few years, I mean, he ended his career in New England on a pick six. Yeah. People forget that. Like he's not he hasn't, I don't think, had the same quite reaction time as he's gotten older. I think he's still good, but I think when he's under pressure or when he gets a little flustered, it just starts falling apart. And you've seen that this year. I think that's exactly, I think it's, I don't think it's an emotional thing as much as whether you're saying he, the pressure or otherwise, I mean, a practical physical thing. And I've talked to a lot of guys about this. You always hear about when they're coming out of the draft, like, I don't know if Blaine Gabbert likes uh, big guys around him when he's trying to, when he's trying to throw the ball and can he get comfortable in, in the NFL pocket and all that kind of stuff. The thing that is interesting to me is you would think that it's one of those things that you get more comfortable with in time, like you the the limited space and otherwise. But when you talk to guys, they, they say, oh, no, it's the opposite. Guys, as they start to feel their own mortality, at least professional mortality, um, the less they want the contact. And it kind of stands to reason kids and otherwise, you know, I got to think about more than just myself or whatever it is, just old age. It hurts more. They don't like it, and it's plain Tom Brady doesn't want anything to do with it. I mean, he like he's getting rid of the ball a tick earlier than he otherwise might. He wants nothing to do with those collisions right now, and that's <clears> really <throat> limiting. Sal's been talking about that for a few weeks now. Are we finally at that place where there's just no way you can take a conventional pocket passer who can't run away from trouble going forward here? And maybe we are at that place because it, it, it suddenly does feel very limiting or very... Mm-hmm. retro or outmoded or whatever when you watch Brady and like 
man, you can't just collapse because there's a guy uh, three right. feet away from you, man. You got to hang in there. You got to run away from it. I will say this. I think Brady will stick up for him a little here because, uh, you know, he could have all the records or he could trade off with Breeze for the records. But I think when all is said and done, he will be the player most declared dead and alive by every fan. I mean, honestly, next week he could throw for three touchdowns against Ev uh, Evans could catch three touchdowns and they could beat the Chiefs. And it's like, well, that's Tom Brady. I mean, what are you going to do? Uh, anyone who said I he was dead to rights is, uh, is out of their mind. And then the next week he'll lose like 13-10. Like, what's wrong with Tom Brady? I think this he's like one of the very so few athletes we could do this with. Or at least I don't know why the media allows us to do this, but um, expect many, many more rounds of that. I think. No, I think you're right, and I, I do, th I do think that you know, talking about his interceptions, it, I, do it doesn't mean he's not still great. It doesn't mean he doesn't still have abilities that he'll surprise you and shock you, and he can figure out what to do in situations in a way that makes you as a fan feel pretty confident. And I think he still has that. Mm -hmm. I do think it's getting a little erratic though, which maybe leads to that kind of reaction. All right. I do think the chiefs do swallow them up a little bit. You know what annoys me about the chiefs? They do make it look so easy. Look for this next time. This is how easy they make it look. Look for like when Kelsey goes in motion, he's kind of like jogging. He's like, all right, I get it. I'm going to be wide open <laughs> in 10 seconds from now, 25 yards downfield. Watch how, lethargic their offense is and how great it is afterwards. It's so they're kind of bored with their offense. I think uh, Edwards Alaire is, is like four touchdowns or scrimmage touchdowns in as many games. Kelsey, like I mentioned, 300 yard games in a row. Now Tyreek Hill's back on the map. And uh, I think that offense is not going to be funny. Slowed down now. It's funny you say that. Cause when they, uh, when Kelsey caught the game winning touchdown pass, it felt way too easy uh. and they seemed collectively too cavalier there. And then Travis Kelsey like caught the ball. It's like, okay, well that, that's the game. And they was like, oh yeah, I should spike this to, to make it seem right. like this is exciting. And then he spiked it. Right, but they, yeah. They're like, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. This is supposed to be more difficult than it appears. Right. Pretend we're having fun. Uh, speaking of being more difficult than it appears, Arizona two and a half. We'll get to your team here, Charlotte playing the Patriots. It's in Foxborough. The over under is 49 and a half boy. Everyone I talked to foregone conclusion, Arizona is going to win this game. Kyla Murray is going to run, Rough shot over them. Colin Murray didn't look great. He's got a few extra days to prepare because they had that Thursday game against Seattle. People were wondering if he had an injured shoulder. He certainly um, looked a little banged up on the sideline. Didn't get to do his thing. Now you're going to Foxborough. Probably be cold. Physical defense. Um, another team, just when you want to write them off as dead, your Patriots. I'm not saying they're losing this game. I think they're, they're a good teaser game. Add six to that spread, and maybe they come out... Uh, victors on the field as well. I was going to say, I think this is kind of a trap game for Arizona. Mm. I think the Pats are going to do this. I think that coming off of that loss last week to the Texans, they're going to be pissed. I think, you know, if Mike McCarthy can go in and smash some watermelons, Bill Belichick's <laughs> going to go in there and like taser a computer or something. Um, McCarthy's hatred for fruit is, um, right. like, we get it. We know you hate fruit. <laughs> we, we say, I'm a fat um, man. You're a really fat man. <laughs> we, we, we get your love-hate relationship with the watermelon. But anyway, Go ahead. Sorry. Right. No, I mean, I just I do think that the Pats are going to win. I think that Murray didn't look great. I wouldn't be surprised if he is a little hurt. Um, And I think, you know, it's still pro football. Like anything can happen, even if a team they're still very good players. And uh, maybe the Pats are going to roar back to life a little bit. I, that doesn't mean I think they're going to, you know, 
continue that. Right. Like they, if anything, they're it's week been to like, week. They really are. Exactly. Yeah. But I do think that they could win this. But they, they, they are. They, they, what they do is, I, I don't even know that there's home field advantage anymore, but this kind of feels like one of those games that might make a difference. Arizona flying all the way east. Like I said, it's cold. I don't know that Belichick will have the powers that he did a couple of Sunday nights ago and make the heavens open up and the torrential rains come down. That's definitely in their favor. But uh, this it does feel like a trap game, no? Well, I, I, I don't. It's funny that that's where we reached. We're not even into December of 2020 yet, right. and already Bill Belichick's Patriots are considered a, a trap game. It's funny against the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, what right. world are we living in? I know. Um, you, you buried the headline, and I, I, I maybe you're just waiting for me to make the big announcement. Go ahead. Uh, so, with no further ado, it only lasted for two or three weeks. Everybody. We never had a 1v1 matchup between oh. two quarterbacks in the same jersey number. 1v1. Then we got Kyler V2. It immediately shot to number one as the greatest 1v1 <laughs> QB uniform wear and number matchup ever. Now it's replaced by Superman Cam Newton hosting <laughs> Kyler Murray. The greatest number one v number one matchup in pro football history. It's exciting. And I'm with Charlotte. I think that the matchup makes the fight here. And I think that um, the military service school that the Patriots have become is going to be too much for the uh, 21st century Cardinals defense to try and handle. And I do also want to point out that the the plague that affects the eyeballs of football fans in the preseason and for a good chunk even of the regular season here, that the Patriots, they were seduced by the logo that they had seen so much success with over the last 20 years of the Patriots flying Elvis. And they right. thought, well, Belichick always makes those guys good. Well, how bad could they be? Well, as it turns out, you can only lose so many people before things go under. And now they're under. Um, the opposite effect is true. I declared that the Seahawks were frauds. Russell Wilson covering up a lot of uh, warts and such on the Seahawks roster. I am now amending that because they've amended their roster. They now have legitimate, I mean, Snacks Harrison and Carlos Dunlap and Jamal Adams. This is a new defense now plugged mm -hmm. in with their high-end linebackers, the class of the NFC, and we will see this play itself out over the remainder of this regular season. The Seattle Seahawks, watch them pull away from mm. the rest of the NFC. Right. I know that the, the, the Saints ain't going anywhere in the standings, but when it's all said and done, it will be clear around New Year's, that the Seahawks are the danger um, for anybody who emerges from the AFC side. We'll do more Bowl. on the e Seahawks. They play the Eagles Monday night, which seems like two weeks from now. But um, yeah, there's a lot of football between now and then. It's a lot of college basketball. There's a lot of everything. I get it. You're going to cut that out. Fine. I'm not cutting it out. I just wanted out. to make my declaration. I planted my flag. <clears throat> no, listen. We're talking about the Patriots and Foxborough, and then we're uh, t 10 seconds later, we're on the Seahawks and what they've done. That's how no, we I do. Get you. I know. That's no, how we, we uh, do. There's a lot going on. Yes, that NFC West, <clears throat> always fun when they play in division, but when they come out now, it's going to be interesting. Arizona and New England, good luck to Charlotte's team. Uh, one more game, interesting game. Colts, Titans. There's a few, but... Titans are a three and a half point uh, underdog. 51 and a half is the over under. We saw that that game a couple Thursday nights ago. It was pretty even. I think it was 17, 14 at half. The Titans had the lead in Nashville. And then it was 34, 17 final Colts just beat up on them. And Phillip Rivers has been pretty good ever since. Took off a little bit in the first half against the Packers. Came back, had really nice numbers. What I want to see is, I wish someone could dig this up for me. Philip Rivers' record after Thanksgiving and after Halloween. These are big kid events, right? Halloween especially. <laughs> I 
I probably should have looked up Halloween. Okay, mm. whenever Halloween is, the very next game, how does he do? Is he hopped up on candy? Is he just eating the leftover uh, mini Snicker bars? Same thing with Thanksgiving. Are you just done? Are you glad to be out of the house? Have you, have you, is it too much cabin fever? Obviously, with the pandemic, you're experiencing more of that now than ever. But what, what would you think it would do psychologically to a quarterback with eight kids, think, nine kids? Well, now I'm thinking, like, do you think Rivers would have been better in the playoffs if he had fewer kids? <laughs> if he had quarantined, like, back then? Like, uh, yeah, if he just, I mean, like, I think there's a difference between two kids and nine kids because... You do? <laughs> yeah, I mean, no one agrees, with, but like, I don't know. Does it affect his sleep? Does it affect yeah. how much? Is, you know, it's like people say, uh, you know, who was that announcer who's talking about hockey? And he was like, in the, you know, they don't have women to distract him. Maybe it's like, well, do they have kids to distract him? Yeah. Is that the question we should? No, I'm kidding. I, <laughs> I did a whole thing on it about how he should be MVP. He has so many more things he needs to worry about than the other, That's you know, true. Zoom class Context. and everything else. And yeah. Um, and he hasn't won in the playoffs. That that is after the holidays. So I guess uh, there is something to what I'm the nonsense. I'm I wonder spewing. if the coaches do do that. I like that Sal <laughs> imposes his lifestyle on Phil Rivers, a uh, a high end <laughs> professional quarterback. Like, well, I eat all the Snickers that are laying around, so Phil Rivers must too. That by the transitive property, that <laughs> right. must be the way to. But wonder if they really do. I, I I would love a deep dive on that. How much worse players across the board fall off on the right. Sunday after Thanksgiving. I'd love to see the research on that. Right, like, is the quality of play severely diminished by, you know, overloaded bellies and leftovers and all that? You know, mm. Jim, we don't need that right away, but it'd be great if we could have uh, one through 32 the quarterbacks by, by the Thank end you. of the podcast. Can you do that? Thank you. Sure. Let's see Jim for a second. Jim, let's see you for a second. What's going on? See, Jim's beard is too dark. It's not the same color as the guy in the picture. Are you enjoying your newfound <laughs> celebrity, though, Jimmy? It's exciting <laughs> that you and Charlotte are the hot new celebrity couple. What would they be? What are they called? Like, you know, uh, Brad and Jen, what were they called? Brangelina? Not, but they weren't Brangelina, but. We're Jarlet. Uh, oh, you're Jarlet. Okay. I like that. Uh, or Chim. There was a meme. Let me explain real quick. There was a meme. <laughs> I like, I like Chimmy. That's Chimmy. Good. A meme is out there. People are claiming it's Charlotte in the background of a, a couple getting uh, engaged. And Charlotte is covering her mouth. She says it's not her. She says the gentleman across the table from her is not Jim Cunningham. It's up in the air. It all seems very convenient. I right? saw I saw yeah. Charlotte put out or her PR team put out a a oh. blatantly scripted uh, by her her flack statement. Clearly not in Charlotte's own voice there on social media. I encourage <laughs> right. you to look it up there and see if you buy it. No no flies on this guy right here. I tell you that. One. <laughs> Listen, I. <laughs> just come this clean is, it'd be such a nice thanksgiving gift for everyone if you just said you it's were beautiful the why are you ashamed of yeah, why are you ashamed? it's, it's nice it's an it's a feel-good story you know i just want to say shout out to the people who have my back who really know something i haven't said publicly because i don't want to be mean to the girl in the picture i would never wear that sweater <laughs> is right. what it is is and there would be more that there would be wine on that table. There would not be just water. Wherever so, that I mean, girl is, wherever that girl is, she's looking at uh, at the thing that you're wearing, and she's saying, "Thank goodness." Exactly. <laughs> it's not a. It's not like a judgment <laughs> call. It's just a stylistic choice. She's like, "I would never wear a Patagonia fleece made for a four year old," and well, I'm like, no, "I that, get it. It's a judgment call. It. <laughs> it's a judgment yeah. call." Hey, well, do the pose. If you if you're so sure that that picture isn't you, show us. Prove it. it. To no. Us. 
I'm not walking into that trap. I'm not, this isn't a trap. I'm not the I'm not the Cardinals. You're not the Pats. This isn't a trap <laughs> game for me. Come on, just do it. Just do like cover your face. She knows quick. it's her. She knows it's there her. It it's you. She, How is that not lying. you? Who is it if it's not yourself. you? Even my mom was like, looks like you. You should I mean, bear I mean, the burden like, of proving that it's somebody else. Well, I'm trying <laughs> to find her. Okay. The only okay. see the problem is here. Look. The only way I can put this to rest is if I find this girl and interview her. Dude. But the way things are right now, it would have to be on Zoom. That's fine. So people would be like, still never seen you in the same room. So even oh, that Oh, I see. Yeah, you're right. Mm. We, now, we've done a little legwork on this. Joel, do we even know Joel Solomon, a producer? Do we even know what city this was take, This picture was taken? And we must by now, right? Yeah, we do know. Now, know. it was in uh, Bubble Rock. Oh, stop it. <laughs> well, what was well, it? it was in Canada. I've never been to Canada. Oh, it was in Canada. CN oh. Tower. You can that check was my, my thought. passport. That was exactly what I thought. CN Tower in Toronto, right? It was. You were right. Yeah. Well, that's what someone said. I don't know. Maybe I I don't know what's real anymore. I'm I'm even sitting here being like, is that me? Yeah. Have I been to Canada? No, that's you. It's Did you, I kid. date someone wearing a Hurley shirt and cargo shorts? <laughs> Jim is suspiciously silent on the whole thing. Well, uh, some people online have your back. I'll tell you who has your back, Charlotte. Fandle. Oh, oh, Fandle. Yeah. yeah, they're adding a little excitement to your sports watching <laughs> experience by betting all the action on Fandle Sportsbook. That's what you could do this football season. There's a reason they're America's number one sportsbook. The app is simple to use. Got great odds on all different betting markets. Fun bet types like same game parlays. Oh, I'll have one for you in a few seconds. Uh, you get more action out of every game. If you win, they even get your winnings safely in as little as 24 hours right now FanDuel is letting you place your first bet risk-free up to a thousand dollars place a bet on any game FanDuel will refund you up to one thousand dollars back if you don't win your first bet no strings attached any bet you want you win keep the cash you lose you get your entire bet up to a thousand dollars back in site credit now here's what I want to do how about this for a same game parlay Matthew Stafford throws a touchdown the Lions cover Getting three, three and a half, whatever you got on Fandle. And Charlotte's pick, the game goes over 51 and a half. You know what kind of odds you get on that? Seven million to one. No, not even, not that much. Not that much, but it would be about four and a half, five to one, I imagine. Put your thousand on that. Same game parlay. Do it. You lose, you get your money back. That's it. Fandle Sportsbook, promo code, extra points. You never tried it. I don't know what you're waiting for. Download Fandle Sportsbook app now. Get started. FandleSportsbook.com. Extra points so they know we sent you. Hey, if you want to, um, I don't want to say blow your $1,000, but you have $1,000 free from Fandle, why not put it on this golf matchup? <clears throat> what are they calling it, Dave? The match three? I guess so, yeah. I, I, <clears throat> you don't I, like this? Steph I, Curry, I, Peyton I, Manning. I, I know. Versus Phil Mickelson and Charles Barkley. This is what's crazy. The team with the pro is an underdog. I think they're like plus 135. Steph and Peyton Manning are minus 174. I bet on Steph and Peyton. Now, here's what I don't like about this. They're going to be yucking it up, and they're going to be happy, and they're going to be kidding around the whole time. And I don't want to be more serious. I never want to be more serious. Why are you betting on on, uh, Because Charles Barkley, he's the weak link, obviously, which is why he's paired with Phil Mickelson, the pro. But he is really weak. And I was looking at the rule. I just don't see how they're going to be able to hide his bad shots. And I have to give it up for Charles. I can't imagine being so bad at something and just keep wanting to do it year after year, except for <laughs> picking games. I guess that's my thing. But physically, I don't have to go out there and embarrass myself. 
He loves I was it. Say Dave. all of us show up to do this podcast three <clears throat> times true. a week. That's though, true. That's so true. Exactly. But then it's over, and we can put it away, and no one's taking pictures of us. Charles Barkley, why? How does he do it? And Dave, can Phil Mickelson overcome his uh, poor, poor golf play? I don't think he can. I think that when you get up close to professional athletes in whatever their sport is, right, they are so much better than you think they are at that sport until you watch what they can do on even terms. Like, for instance, I mean, just a, a, a micro example. Have you ever been around long snappers, professional uh, level <clears throat> football snappers? I try not snappers? to associate with them. I mean, yeah, yes, yeah. it's very weird. We know, we know some people who fancy themselves right. capable of being long snappers in right. the NFL, and they're silly. Um, they <laughs> can, like, you can go, like, you can go and stand where the punter is and be like, Hey, spin it and and have it hit me in my finger. Over like they can put it oh, to yeah. uh, Phil Mickelson will cover up Chaz Barkley's really uh, misdeeds out there because when uh, on an even playing field with Steph Curry and Peyton Manning, who may be good at golf, Steph Curry's good at golf. Phil Mickelson will just be like, yeah, I, anytime I need to, I can put it within three inches of the hole. The only well, reason they don't always do that on the PGA Tour is because they make it as hard as possible to do. Give me the actual pro. Wow. In any All right. I mean, I, like I agree with you theoretically, but if he's hitting, if he's if he's set up in traps and 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 rough and all this other the stuff. The thing and, is, and though, the fescue. Peyton's had a lot of time to get better at golf. Yeah. These guys are and good. And Steph Curry's pretty good at golf. They're both good. They both, uh, I mean, Steph is the best out of, uh, out of the non-pros, I think. Steph and my guy Romo, right there. Um, they play in the Tahoe, class, whatever it is, and they they do well. They don't embarrass themselves. I Lemieux. don't know. I guess we're going to have to Mario Lemieux is one of the great uh, golfers. He's uh, good. Who, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, he, he has... He has as lovely a golf swing. <laughs> I'm, I'm including anybody you want to. Fred Couples, How did Ernie you bring Ells, this back to Pittsburgh? This is crazy. Well, I just wanted to let you know because you're floating your friend uh, Romo's name out there. That's I'll right. take 66 in his golf prime over nine. All right. You guys haven't seen me play golf, so. I haven't. Well, I think I have, but it, you might say that's not you also as well. I mean, you're denying it's, everything these days. So it's even going into the eight, uh, under the 18th hole, and Romo on the tee goes to swing the his driver, and it flies out. Of oh, his hands. shut up, shut up. That's not funny to anybody. <laughs> Rip that shirt down behind you. Uh, <laughs> I uh, want to now. So no, I get it. Like people get bummed out. Dave had a visceral reaction when I said the match three. Um, I like this stuff. Uh, I think mainly because I bet on it and I get myself crazy. Like Brady killed me. Brady was terrible in the match too, but it managed like a crazy birdie shot, like a chipped one in from a, from a 110 or something. And I lost my mind um, and I lost a lot of money. But if you had to watch a two-on-two golf match for four hours and you could choose any two on each side, doesn't have to be golfers, doesn't have to be, they don't have to be known for golf. Um, I choose the antagonistic route, right? Like four people just yelling at each other the whole time. Wait, you that's what you would want? Uh, you, you're not gonna I believe don't it. believe it. Yes. I'm I can't shocked. believe that. So for instance, if you took Sarah Jessica Parker, teamed her with Demi Lovato, and they took on Kim Cattrall and Taylor Swift, um, I think that would be fun to watch, right? Uh, not <laughs> I a would watch that. Maybe not a lot, <laughs> I of, would for sure not a lot of great golf, but Carol Baskin and Isaiah Thomas versus Joe Exotic and Michael Jordan. Oh, my God. Right? I'm trying to think of the Michael Jordan gambling equivalent. Maybe it would be it, Michael Jordan maybe it's Pete Rose. versus it would be Michael Jordan and um, versus the other Michael Jordan. 
It would be Michael Jordan <laughs> and Pat Beverly versus Horace Grant and Damian Lillard. Love it. Yeah, let's get it going. I'd watch that. If this is for charity, why wouldn't uh, why couldn't we get one of these? Uh, that would yeah, be an unbelievable match. Yeah, what a what a jerk you'd have to be to turn your nose. This is for charity, Darth Vader. You right. have to do it. Like, <laughs> well, my choice is obvious. I think I speak for society when I say I'd like to see Charlotte and uh, Jimmy uh, come down from Mount oh, Pius. Wow, and and Coy Hill and uh, and, and take on the the couple that they're looking down their noses at in that. Uh, See, but you're assuming. CNN. I mean, I'm not, confident we'd win. You're assuming they're not one and the same. I think that's just a two player matchup. See, Dave admitted yeah. it. It's not me. Oh, I hmm. can't play myself. I Beaten by I, my own snake there. I don't know how to play this. <laughs> we can get political. We can go Trump and I don't know who's an athlete that the uh, Conor McGregor or Kurt Schilling versus I, like, Obama and LeBron. That'd be fun. I was thinking about, yes, I was thinking about Obama and Trump but then also Abe Lincoln and JFK <laughs> or maybe Andrew Jackson, who was an a-hole. Right. But I mean, like, but like the people who have been invoked a lot, like, ah, since Abe Lincoln and just have Obama be like, Abe, talk to this guy, man, would you please? And just be like, right. please let him know, let him know the truth here. I, that would be fun for 18 holes, wouldn't it? It would be great. I just never want to see Donald and Trump And by the way, I, I, listen, the, the other one is, the other one is to, is uh, Kim Jong-un, you know, because he like... Oh, he's he, a fun uh, one, yeah. You could do him and Rodman versus well, like... Oh, that's good. Didn't he say he shot like 50 or something like yeah, that once yeah. and had like 10, <laughs> 10 holes in one? I mean, for real, that is... Just to watch the pleasure. cheating would be good, yeah. Did you ever watch... Yes. Did you ever play golf with people like... I don't, it's a funny turn in in the existence of a lot of guys, at least. I can't say mm -hmm. that I've seen a woman pull this move. But there are a lot of guys, when you're growing up and if you're playing golf, they cheat all the time because yeah. they want mm -hmm. their handicap to sound low because it'll be impressive. Then the cagey guys, like my old man at some point, flipped the switch like, I'm not turning in my my scores in the 70s. If, if I turn that seven, if I turn that 78 in, my handicap's going to drop. That's weird. I want it nice. I want it nice and at 13. If it goes down any lower, then then I, I don't have the advantage in head to heads with that sort of thing. I think that um, that some people never let go of that Goldfinger. Um, he always cheated. If you <laughs> if you remember the Sean Connery James Bond All picture, right. the best one of all of those. I also think Trump and uh, it's fun to see people get exposed when they're cheating on the golf course. Like well, no you can't touch that ball. You got you can't do that. Like oh well, oh you're gonna make me hit it out of the rough. Yes, that's golf. It's that would be fun it, for eighteen. It comes holes. down to who is gonna call you out on it, right? They don't have uh, assholes like us to play with. Well, who are gonna be honest? Like, oh, boy. We should be in government. We'd be in a lot better shape if we, yeah. you know, they had. They should have like a few asshole sports media people, right? Um, in government to just be like, that's not. Like, yeah, we're not going to go along exactly. with that because we're policing the golf. By the way, Trump would golf a lot less if he didn't leave the course thinking he shot in the low 70s every time. So, yes, I think that would be good, as good a, 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 a yeah, a cabinet position as any to keep him honest. Um, Honestly, Abe would do it. I know, but these guys are dead. I'm talking about if we had to set this up tomorrow. I don't think Honest Abe is. Uh, and also he speaks. Oh, so we're actually going to make some calls yes, for this. Yes, I, I want to okay. do this. Trump. I'm going to settle on Trump. And Kaylee McEnany versus my cousin Jimmy Kimmel and Kathy Griffin. I think that would be good. I think four hours of sparring. Again, not a lot of great golf, but uh, what the hell wouldn't, uh, wouldn't be great wild. about that? 
That would be good. All right, so watch that. I think that's Friday. When is that, Joel? Is that noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern? That's fun. When you're hungover from the turkey sandwich and just lay on the couch. And I'd and love to say, I, I really do, because as a vain person, I would like to say that I would like for um, four women um, over the course of Dave Damashek's romantic life get together and just talk about Dave a lot, but there aren't four. So they Why would you <laughs> be like two and maybe like one but like, wait, who are we talking about here? Like, oh, that weirdo. Yeah, you know, like you know what? maybe Mario Lemieux could be the fourth. I think it's okay. Uh, it okay. Put, yeah, there you go. Give, Sid the kid. Give him a wig and he could join the other three. Um, all right. Hey, Thanksgiving. Dave is big on Thanksgiving. We all love eating on Thanksgiving. It's gonna it'll look a little different in most households this year. It won't be as big, probably, but still, I think the food's gonna be there. And Dave and Jeff Schwartz and Eddie Spaghetti on minus three did a nice job. They had what they called the Thanksgiving draft, where they all you did snake draft order, right? Snake draft, snake draft. I don't even know. I that. also, I, I also do want to say, ask who I drafted first because that would give away um, everybody's uh, picks here potentially. But go ahead. What do you want to say? Yeah, I just was gonna say, I, I, we did it snake draft style, mm-hmm. and then I cleaned it up for you. And everybody, just a few stipulations here. Everybody got some turkey because if you get no turkey, then, yeah, no, you know, right. what, 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 what are we talking about here? Everybody got a dessert mm-hmm. and everybody got some sides mixed in there. So what I'm order just... they went in is immaterial. It's sort of like your fantasy okay. football team. What's the final result look like? And that's, that's how I sent it to you. A, a full plate. Yes. You can't end up with no kicker. You have to draft the kicker. You have to have a, Basically, a turkey, that's right. a, a side Basically, and, that's and a, right. a dessert. Okay, so I don't know who picked what out of the three, Dave, Jeff, and Eddie Spaghetti, but here is one one of those three. Here's their team, it's their turkey team. I'll put these out on social media too yes. because I, I know the world is enraptured by So by one, this. It gets interesting. One of these three guys went with deep-fried white meat, gravy, stuffing, corn, warm Hawaiian-style roll, pecan pie, and red wine. That was one team. The second team... Deep fried dark meat, mac and cheese, green bean casserole, deviled eggs, warm cornbread, chocolate pie, and coffee. Ugh. The third team goes smoked turkey, mashed potatoes, crescent roll, buffalo chicken dip, sweet potato pie, and spiced cider. All right, Charlotte, I'm going to give you initial thoughts. What do you think? I think all of these are terrible. Oh, wow. <laughs> what the I'm going to be honest. I think if I How had could to they choose all be terrible? terrible, what the hell? Well, I mean, all terrible. How could they if all I be terrible? If I had to choose one, yeah. I would go with the top one because there's red wine included. But uh, I don't see us. I don't see apple pie on here. Oh. I don't see um, like multiple kinds of stuffing. I don't see not deep fried turkey. I don't see a Brussels sprout with a lot of bacon on it. I, I mean, I'm just honestly like. Mm. Buffalo chicken dip over any of those things. I don't see pumpkin okay. pie. I That's don't the see, biggest just, upset, Charlotte. Is that, is I'm that, horrified by the emissions in this What list. I say, I mean, apple pie is gross because it's hot fruit. And uh, I think the world <laughs> is starting to finally come around to my side of things on this thing. Apples no. are delicious. I love, but I love them uncut. Un- I love apples so much that I don't disrespect them by sullying them with heat or no. smushing them up this or whatever. Is, this reads like this reads like something out of a 1970s like good housekeeping oh, midwestern no, magazine. Oh, she did not just now. 
Wow. Green bean casserole <laughs> over literally anything Burr. else chosen, not last? Um, first Wait of all, <laughs> there's nothing Sorry. better than- Sorry, that was so mean. Which do you think is my- Apple pie no. panini style is the best. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, heat that shit. The upset right up. is no pumpkin pie. I mean, how do you have a Thanksgiving draft and no Dave. pumpkin pie? But I cut it off after we got, what is it, six rounds through. It was like, all right, enough of this. Or maybe it was seven with the drinks included. But um, yes, I we, you could have gone on to your point, Charlotte. Yes, Brussels sprouts were there for me still. I was aware of that one. I could have I taken just, another pie. I almost did, in fact. But is then it was the like, okay, everybody's one, got a pie. Everybody's got a drink. It's enough. No, I know with 100% certainty which one Dave's is. because he Can is, I guess? Yes, you, you could guess, yeah. Is it deep fried? Oh, 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 go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, go. I, I'm. Which of the deep fried did you say? My initial thought was the first one, and now, and then I'm question. I'm I'm gonna say the middle one, deep fried dark meat mac and cheese. Mm. Is that it? I'm gonna say oh, it's Charlotte. not that one. It's it's the deep fried white meat. I, I think Dave has to have. I should go to my well, gut. I was he has to have a staple. He's almost getting too much bang for his buck here because right. here's my dilemma. Do I go with my number one item, which is deep fried dark meat? I love that, and that's Jeff Schwartz, by the way, right? That's Jeff Correct. Schwartz. You okay. got that right. Okay, so. Jeff Schwartz right. went deep fried dark meat, which is my number one. So, do I want to go with my most? tasty item and forego three that I think should be on this list. I, I think the fact that Dave gets gravy, it counts as, yes. how, how do you not, was, Dave, that, was that a, I haven't listened yet. Was that a. Schwartz, I think it just probably went up while we're recording here. Yeah. So you can dig that one up. Um, I, Schwartz, I'm with you about the dark meat, but you don't get a, a perfect draft, but this was about as close as I could possibly get. I had to say goodbye to mashed potatoes. I didn't get the dark meat. But I did get the deep fried bird. Gra I mean, Schwartz, when I took gravy, I said, what do you need gravy for? Like, oh, what do no, I need? need what? what do you I need, need gravy? gravy? He no. said, well, you aren't making your bird right then. And I said, oh, no, 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 sir. My wife makes, there are certain foodstuffs. Like mm. bad pizza is still pretty good is what people generally say about right. it. And that's probably true. That's a, you can get by with a crummy pizza and still have a halfway decent meal. Mm -hmm. Green beans, conversely, are more negatively impacted by the mass-produced canned version of them than any mm. produce out there. There's no more diminished version. Like green beans, they have a stink on them, literal and otherwise, because when you open up that can, you're like, I don't want those. And from childhood, I never wanted a green bean. But when you eat them at a, at a good restaurant, they put them in a pan yeah. real nice. They can be good. But the point is, um, gravy, mediocre gravy is fine. But my wife makes this one that tastes like liquid steak. And I'm not, it tastes like <laughs> liquid filet mignon. And I, that I like it so much. I've said no more hot cocoa, which she makes for the kids real, like melts down the chocolate and everything and all. Mm -hmm. It's extraordinary. But if we're going to do that, why not hot gravy? Why don't we drink uh, gravy shakes? Oh my God. You're just, good. Oh my God, Dave. It'd oh be so God, good. But anyway, grow up. stuffing. Here's the other thing I want to say. Well, and, I, you know, I mean, it's, it's, fun just, to have it's fun. not fair, though. It's it's like you in your four first four rounds, you took like, yes, you took like I Mahomes, did. Aaron Rodgers, and uh, 
and and Drew Brees, and it's like, all right, that's great, but you can only start one of. And it's it's not fair that you it's get so funny you say that and gravy. You, you can't have stuffing also- and gravy. Everyone should have had a different kind of stuffing, right? And it's gravy, true. everyone Maybe. should add gravy. It's too, you're this getting too also, much bang for your buck there. I mean, you win. This is very you true. Thank you, no one, you win. No one you don't have the ball. best item, but you win. Fried turkey. Sorry. Go ahead. Go Charlotte. ahead, Charlotte. Wait, uh, you know what? No, don't. No, you, you'll wait because I have something important to say. Because it's, it's fun to have fun and everything. Yeah. But I have something serious to say. Six years it. ago, I. Are you done? Yeah. This isn't the Olympics. I'm not here to compete. Okay. <laughs> I have something important to say. I'm on my soapbox now. And, six, you know, unlike the rest of society, I don't just, I, I'm not so selfish that I make New Year's resolutions just for me. No, mm-hmm. no. I, I, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm an empath after all. I make them for all of society to leave this world better than I found it. And six <laughs> years ago, one of those New Year's resolutions for society was, why in our overly indulgent society have we relegated stuffing to once a year it's such a delicious thing you get brussels sprouts on every menu in every restaurant in the world Mm. you can get those whenever you want i can't get stuffing everywhere and anywhere i want i say it's time for that to change i'm calling for it now we've made some progress in the last you know half decade or thereabouts just as we did with rosé when i called for that and by the way charlotte back to my other point shame the devil i you you thought I chose coffee over red wine? Come Coffee's on. crazy. Why wasn't white wine an option? Why wasn't it? It was like- an option. It, well, I chose red. I'm, I'm going to have 17 different kinds of booze. Yes. Oh, 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 oh. Sorry, I misunderstood. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Coffee's okay, ridiculous. Yes. What is Schwartz doing? You're going into Weirdo. the next. You're going into the next day now. That's okay. Well, it's not seven meals. It's just a come on. That's crazy. Dave wins. I think Dave wins. And spaghetti. Spaghetti blew it, didn't he? Kid, kid got out of the gate pretty good there. The chicken dip, smoked turkey, and everything. Right. Buffalo buff- dip. Yeah, that's real. Was this <laughs> from? Were you choosing from a list, or were you guys just choosing? No, it's a, it seems like they just cho- chose, right? Because I would have gone. Um, I would have if this is what I was up against. I would have built a plate that was just make your plate right now. Mm. Okay, I would have done roasted dark meat. Um, and it would have. I would have even done a roast chicken. Roast dark oh, right. chicken. This hipster move. I, I don't like this. This new. This fad. isn't. This isn't hipster. This is if you have a small Thanksgiving, making a turkey's hard, and then you have to eat turkey for years. What if you do two roast chickens? Everybody gets what they want. It's. It's easier. supposed to be hard. This is the Super Bowl of meals. Of course, it's <laughs> okay. hard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I would do um, roast dark meat turkey. Mm-hmm. I would do. Um, I mean, can you have multiple kinds of stuffing or was sure. it like you I would do a mushroom stuffing. Mm. I would do this Brussels sprout salad with a ton of cheese in it that I make. That's really good. I would do um, oysters. I would. I mean, like you got it. You guys, you have the to think hell? outside the box a little oysters. bit. Oysters. Yeah. What, what the hell does oysters have to do with Thanksgiving? That's it. Now you're just naming you food. Make it a celebration. Well, this isn't fair. I would do. I'm going to take most items off this. I'd say the deep fried dark meat. I, you got to go gravy and stuffing. Correct. Um, I like the pecan pie. I'm almost right there Thank with you, Dave, for everything. But the, the stuffing, I only like really one kind of stuffing that my mother makes. It's a Jewish stuffing. It's with those tam-tams. You know what tam-tams are? Those little uh-huh. cracker things. It's like you find them in the <gasps> kosher yes. aisle, and then she loads it with onions and carrots and stuff, and somehow Ooh. it tastes really good. Um, 
Stuffing is one of those things. It's hard to screw yeah. up, too. It's like the mediocre stuffing still tastes pretty good. What the hell? I, uh, and Coke Zero. This. Coke Zero. You know, I, you button it with a Coke Zero. <laughs> see, that, that, see, your plate is or your, uh, Why? your it's platter still or whatever. It's still dinner. Because <laughs> sadly, sadly, I know Charlotte just well enough to know that if, if booze is out, she's out. You know, like, yeah, course, I mean, like, come on, a Thanksgiving coffee. Wine? Schwartz is over there with his. Oh, I'm going to have an iced one now. Yeah, you know, that's, uh, bad with, right. that's, that's bad dumb. News. But Charlotte also loses points for like the hell did she just throw? She just threw out a f oysters. Like, yeah, I, I'm going to take I'm going to take I'm taking a meat doing I'm taking a calzone. Yeah. I mean, what, what are we talking <laughs> right, about? I get, it. I get it. A calzone don't, don't, don't belittle my traditions. This feels like panini you're, you're oysters. shaming my oyster culture. Joel has a lot to say to me privately on chat. And uh, a lot of it is um, negative towards Dave. You want to bring it to light here, Joel? Oh. You want to share with the class, Solomon? <laughs> Dave, even Matt Millen was like, that's a terrible draft. <laughs> <laughs> Does he, did he really say that? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Why, Dave, why, what are you talking about? What, what, what do you have to knock? Dave, some of those calls, that was your worst call since saying the Eagles could make a Super Bowl run. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah. I mean, Dave, that. this was the Cleveland Browns of Thanksgiving draft. Wow. He really is now on your Anyway. Sal wins. He had me a Jewish stuffing. <laughs> okay. I'm going to find out what it's actually called or how she prepares it. But Jim, um, aside from uh, you wanting to be done with this podcast, what are some of your thoughts on this food? Yeah, I wasn't too crazy about any of the choices either. But um, I'm non-traditional when it comes to Thanksgiving. So I, uh, I like 7-Eleven hot dog in my car or a turkey Lunchable with a uh, little cranberry juice on the All side. Right. There you go. So, I mean, he's yeah, non-traditional in the sense that he flies to New York to be with his family for Thanksgiving and then leaves the day before. So, yeah, that is the kind of non-traditional, I'll say. To each his own. <laughs> That's right. Oh, look at Charlotte defending her guy at the table. Yeah. Listen. To each his own. <laughs> we're going to the, we're going to the um, whatever the hell tower it's called. In there you Canada go. Oh, Thanksgiving. that's what we need. We need uh, somebody to Photoshop in uh, at <laughs> Charlotte and Jimmy's table there. A, uh, Let's do a, it a roasted chicken and <laughs> oysters and, oysters and, and whatever dog. other crap. And, yeah, and, a, and a hot dog. That's Happy my Thanksgiving, meal. Are you kidding me? Hot dogs and oysters? <laughs> I'm in. All right, Charlotte. Hot dogs, oysters. At the Wilder things, what else is going on? Thanksgiving. Uh, we're going to have a Thanksgiving People's Sports podcast out um, tomorrow. So if you need to get away from your family, mm -hmm. who you shouldn't be with anyway. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm with my family right now. Um, no, we'll have that. I The recap's out. Um, uh, and yeah, follow me at the Wilder things if you want to carry on following the saga of the meme that is ruining my brain it's never gonna end until you fully admit that yeah. it's you then it ends until i find then the girl who is it is oh stop find the girl all right dave what about you by the way we got to get mina kimes on because it, it she i saw charlotte liking mina kimes's responses to me when i, I liked yours also <laughs> yeah but i but i don't care for you liking mina kimes when i'm on the right side of this thing that you <laughs> well it was that, just funny that i she was like oh no not this again and well I was yeah like, that's right I'm dave is persistent I'm a man of justice. And when she starts with this jive about how like QB wins aren't a statistic, it's like, well, then why do all the good QBs win all the Super Bowls then? What's what's the yeah, math let's get on that? Mina on here. That'd be fun. I would like that very much. In the meantime, uh, we had Jeff Schwartz uh, chop up for us on the latest minus three along with the Thanksgiving draft. I really uh, 
fascinating deep dive for, I love offensive line play is a mystery. It's one of the great mysteries of, of sports to the average spectator. None of us really understands that Jeff Schwartz is one of the exceptions to it. And he really did a great deep dive on Joe judge and Mark Colombo and how that's going to impact the giants. And, and, and in general, I really support his idea of if Jay Feely, they can go to him on the sidelines to be like, as a kicking expert, like, yeah, it was wide, right. Jim back to you. Um, they could have Jeff Schwartz tell you exactly what's going on mm. in like what, what, what just broke down. But anyway, if you're a Giants fan, if you're intrigued by offensive line play at all, I think you'll be interested in his, uh, his analysis and what he's learned from talking to guys tied into, into the situation there. He seems to really have a, a grasp of, um, what's going on there in that Giants go. locker room. So listen to minus three. And also we, we didn't even talk about the nightcap here. Oh, we didn't uh, get to Thanksgiving right. night. I wanted to, Dave. And then you said Chief, you got into Chiefs Bucks. I'm like, it? well, I guess so the Thanksgiving thing is gone. Pit- Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Baltimore, five point underdog, 44 and a half. Lots wow. of COVID on the Ravens side. Lots of weird revenge, line, right? Maybe should be bigger, right? Bigger. I thought it should have been bigger before all the COVID stuff came I out. Agree. And I still I agree. think it should be bigger. But what the hell? I'm trying to think how he does it. How about this? How about the, be afraid of this? Lamar Jackson has to con- he has to connect deep, right? The running game is now just him and Gus Edwards. He has to connect deep. How about with a guy who's lit it up on Thanksgiving before Des Bryant makes a couple of plays and 50-50 balls, and all of a sudden the Ravens are in that game. I'm staying away from it now. I did like the Ravens because it was a suspiciously low line. That's how crazy my mind is. You like the Steelers to run away with it? Oh no no no! Oh. I, they, they, these games are always close. Okay, almost always. Uh, the 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 puncher's chance, and I hate math like this. Like, oh, for the last twenty seven years, this is what ha- well, like those guys weren't born yet. A lot of the ones that are going to be right. playing twenty seven years ago. <laughs> However, just blur your eyes a little bit. How often does somebody sweep the Steelers Ravens um, series? You know, it it just does not happen very much in their head to heads. Right. And they generally are like super duper happen. close. I, they, I, I, if I hate it was to ever say it, but happen. I, I told yeah. you Jags last week and was wrong happily about that. I'll be happily wrong about this, but I, I think the Ravens keep it to within a field goal here. Really? I think, I think Pittsburgh wins by two touchdowns. Okay. I hope. I Great. think I'll take the, I'll, oh shit. I don't know. I'll reluctantly take the Ravens in this number. I just don't know where the offense is going to be. Maybe it's just a weird um, late game. I did see a stat, the, our friends at the Action Network. Oh, the favorites in the 14 night games on Thanksgiving, 12 and two against the spread. So hmm. that could be good for you, Dave. Or maybe it's just a stat that doesn't well, matter. Well, but the line should, but but I, I've, I've learned enough. And I, that, that sort of cynicism does seem to work more often than not with this. When right. the line seems fishy, it's fishy. I know. Take the team that you feel like, Boy, oh boy, that's weird, right? I know. The Ravens are the right play here as a result. I'll reluctantly of that. And, go Ravens. I actually think Ravens plus just... 11 and a half or 12, and then throw the Lions on there plus nine. I think that's a fun teaser to take. But sorry, Charlotte. What was that? No, I was just, you should do exactly what Sal and Dave are saying here, not listen to me. Uh, but I still <laughs> do think, I do think the Steelers are going to win by two touchdowns. Our extra points for extra pay parlay Thanksgiving Day edition Lions plus three and a half. Lions Texans over 51 and a half Cowboys minus two and a half. You get it boosted from plus five eleven to six to one. That's at fanduel.com slash extra points. Win some money. 
you know, and then you go on Black Friday, you go online, you take your winnings and um and go crazy. Buy this uh PS5 or whatever the kids are looking for. Or a for. Savenge t-shirt, black oh, and yeah. gold Friday. Extrapoints.com and get a Savenge uh, t-shirt, you're a big Steelers fan, uh, or just a fan of uh, Revenge or the number seven. Um, lots of podcasts being crammed today on the Extra Points Podcast Network. We have Lemon Pepper today. We have the Against All Odds guys, minus three. Dave, you could hear all that Thanksgiving talk and a preview of the Thursday games. Laugh Lines goes Friday. Your friend, Rachel Bonetta, I, she almost didn't make it the full hour. It was with Don Barris, our friend Don Barris, who's Jimmy Kimmel Live warm up. He's on the Comedy Store documentary. Oh, my God. It was insanity for uh, an hour, if you want to listen to that. And Waiver Wired with Jen Piacenti and Jerry Ferraro, whose birthday it is today. Uh, hey. I, he's anywhere from 25 to 55, I would say. If you see him, he looks like a young man. He's got that whole, he's got that gene that uh, Rob Lowe has that, who am I thinking? Like John Stamos. Sparky Anderson, Wal- Wilford Brimley, right, exactly. Angela Lansbury. Charlotte <laughs> Wilder. Yeah, Charlotte Wilder. Yes, he's basically Angela Lansbury. I haven't thought of it that way. <laughs> Jerry Ferrara, uh, happy birthday. And uh, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. And I want you to know, even though you may feel like underdogs, please remember you're all my favorites. Happy Thanksgiving. Let's talk Monday. 